Welcome to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. What if the life that actually works for you makes no sense, is totally unpredictable, and goes way outside of the box of conventionality? Would you let yourself have it? And now, join your host, Keisha Clark, for this week's adventure in Living Beyond Linear. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this great, big, magical, amazing, incredible world. Hello and welcome to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with myself, Keisha Clark, your host, and our incredible co-host today, my very special co-host, Lilla Rue. <laughs> and you'll be hearing some more from her in a short little bit. Uh, first, though, just a few things. Thank you so much for stopping by whenever, however, and wherever you're happening to stop by. Um, we are actually having this show live on September 29th of 2017, and I wonder how much fun it can be creating into the future for us and for animals, as animals is going to be our topic today. Um, if it's your first time stopping by and you're listening to the live show, um, you're welcome to join us in the chat room if you haven't done that already. It is click the word chat room on the blue bar on any screen on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com and you can give yourself a name. It could be yours or anyone else's and you can come on in and play with us backstage and it's a fun way for folks to um, get to participate and you don't have to like be on the air live and um, nobody has to know you're playing on the radio <laughs> so if you don't want them to. Um, if it is your first time also, just thank you Thank you for, for taking a few minutes to come and play. And um, if you haven't checked out the tons of archive shows on Inspired Choices Network, I invite you to do so. You can go to any host page and click on the tab on their page and find uh, shows that they have done throughout the years, or you can actually just go to the archives tab. Um, if, you're, if you're in a slump, if you're in a uh, whatever, you know, if you're in a tense moment, if you're having weirdness in your life and you just, you know, you're looking for something um, after you listen to this show, of course, um, click on the archives tab and just see if there's a show that waves at you or see if there's a topic that waves at you and um, dig into the archive library. It's amazing. We have incredible hosts here on Inspired Choices Network who have incredible gifts and capabilities and talents and I love that we all get to share them on this platform around the whole wide world. Oh my gosh. Um, if it is not your first time joining us, thank you so much for coming to play again and for the contribution all of you are being, whether it's your first time or your your 500th time, um, although I haven't quite done 500 shows yet, but, <laughs> uh, but it is show number 144. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, no, it's 145. It's show number 145. How cool is that, Lily? Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for the contribution you are to these conversations, to my show, um, to me. And I desire that these shows, these conversations are contributing to you as well. Um, and I love what we're creating. I love that my show invites me to, to play with something each week, and it never fails to be something that is so incredibly pertinent in my life. 
Um, and it, it is inviting me to uh, step up, show up, um, speak up a little bit more into the world each time. And it's pretty awesome what that creates in my life. So I wonder, are you uh, ready to step up, show up, speak up a little bit more in your own life? And what could that possibly look like? Um, so not to digress, uh, today we're going to, our, our beyond linear adventure is um, it's a little bit different than our normal topics. Um, but it is also the time of year that we uh, celebrate animals and many different cultures and different um, groups, uh, different religious sects, S-E-C-T-S, um, celebrate uh, animals in a different way. And I was tapping into that energy and um, it started to wave at me, gosh, quite a while ago. And <laughs> so uh, we are celebrating animals. And the topic today was kind of, the, the title of it really surprised me. So we're playing with Animals Are Not Crackers. <laughs> so, <laughs> and it kept waving at me to be that wording. And I was like, um, okay, you know, here I was pretty invested in having a very significant title of our show today, like, you know, the blessing of animals, the gifts animals are, the blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, animals are not crackers. That's what it wants to be. <laughs> so, so it's going to be interesting to see what that, what relevance that might um, show up or... <laughs> what connection we might make. Um, well, I'm just very curious to see, like, what, what that, how that lands. So, um, but animals are not crackers. <laughs> so while we have the little crackers in shapes of animals, um, one of the first things, I guess, they would like people to have an awareness of is animals are not crackers. <laughs> so um, for any of you who don't know anything about me, I actually am one of the fun things I get to do is uh, being an animal communicator and um, what I'm aware of is that so many of us have that capability and not very many of us choose to actually um, develop it. So I have actually chosen to play with it and I choose to play with it and it has been an amazing contribution to my life. So part of what today will be um, including is my uh, tapping into animals and different messages from different animals. And, of course, I have my incredible co-host, Lilaru, who is a great, big, infinite being in a little bitty kitty body this lifetime. And she's quite amazing, quite potent, <laughs> quite beautiful, quite magical. And I have the gift and privilege of getting to play and co-create with her every day. So, as well as, um, I also get to play and co-create with my, my little group of ferals, um, and that would be Miss Pearl, Miss Gemma, and Mr. Basil, and uh, many of those who I play with who have gone on to play in that big garden in the sky, as it were. Of course, it's not necessarily in the sky, but, you know, just for, for what is that emphasis, I guess we could say, <laughs> um, many of whom I have gotten to play with um, who have been gifted, gifting me um, no matter whether they have a body or not. Um, it's amazing. So... So let's play with this. Let's see. I'm just going to read you uh, the show description. Let's see where that kind of starts us out. Um, what would our lives be like if there were no animals? <laughs> now, I just kind of like, I don't even want to think about that. But what, what if that were the case? I mean, really kind of 
wrap your head around that a little bit for a second. Um, what are you aware of? <laughs> Do you get a sense of how incredibly different our entire experience on this planet would be if there were no other creatures to share it with? So whether you like animals or you don't like animals, whether you only like certain kinds of animals and you hate other kinds, <laughs> whether you think some shouldn't be on the planet, um, the really the fact of the matter is every single person on this planet has some interaction with animals and animals impact their lives whether they're acknowledging it or not, whether you're acknowledging it or not. Animals, animals touch all of our lives in some way. So oh, that is part of what we're going to be playing with today um, with my special co-host, Lillaroo, <laughs> which is my affectionate name. Her name is Lily. Um, at least that's the one she's going by this time. And um, one of my little terms of endearment names is um, Lillaroo. So I also call her the Galactic Queen. <laughs> I also call her Sweet Little Bunny Butt and Saucy Britches and all kinds of things. It just depends on the conversation we're having. <laughs> so <laughs> we are celebrating the blessings of animals this week. And are we truly willing to receive the gifts animals offer to us and are we willing to be a contribution to them? So this whole blessing of the animal thing, um, the, one of the, well, if you, if you Google it, <clears throat> um, what you will find is it is uh, the time of the year around the Feast of St. Francis. And I, I'm, St. Francis was a pretty cool dude. Um, and what I love about the story is um, really the acknowledgement of animals being uh, referred to as our, our equal, you know, that we, they, they deserve equal acknowledgement, recognition, and affection and appreciation. And um, not to put significance on the word equal, it's really more of what that opens the door to. Um, so much of how we see animals has to do with um, viewing them from the perspective of what they can give us, like what they can do for us. That's, that's really the value of the relationship that a lot of people have on animals. And <clears throat> it's been that way for quite some time throughout our story. And one, one of the things I want to play with today is really for all of you who are um, kind of feeling the invitation of this, um, would you be willing to start remembering, would you be willing to start just playing with the notion that you might have some awareness of, of what else is possible for us to play with and co-create? on this planet with animals. Now, if you look at this, humans are only one animal on the planet. And and as I said in the in the beginning of the show description, what if there were no other animals? I mean, like that is really a mind bender. <clears throat> if there were no other I mean, every other creature that we engage throughout a day from a mosquito to a muskrat, not that very many of you see muskrats every day, <laughs> to you know, domesticated animals, dogs and cats, uh, to goats, to horses, to chickens, um, to elephants, to giraffes, to um, alligators. Like what, what if no other creature existed on this planet? What if we only 
shared this planet with other human animals. Now, that's just, when I started to play with that, it really got my attention. Um, and I thought, just the scope of the involvement with animals alone. I mean, if you if you live, well, even if you live in the city, you can still see other creatures besides cats and dogs. You know, um, I had, um, where I was living not too long ago, I had bunny rabbits, I had possums, I had raccoons, I had coyotes, um, I had all kinds of birds, you know, hawks and owls and uh, a slew of other kinds of smaller birds. Um, it, it It's amazing what we can encounter in a given day of other creatures and what that brings to us, what that um, contributes to us. But what I also am aware of, too, and I was just looking at with all of this, was how seldom so many of us are even acknowledging that those creatures are present in our world. So, <laughs> as I'm sitting here with Lillaroo in my lap and tapping into the things that she's just kind of putting on the table for discussion, um, really, if you were to look at how different your life would be with no animals in it. Like, what do you become aware of? And one of the things I become aware of is all of the, um, what would we call those? The different pieces of information, um, the different awarenesses, that animals um, offer us and invite us to, that for many people go un, unheeded, unnoticed, untapped, for and unexplored for pretty much their whole life. And there are these um, sort of conclusions that are very popular throughout a lot of different areas, a lot of different groups of people, um, that the only value an animal brings is what whether we can eat it, whether it can be a, a product, for, you know, whether it can produce something we can eat, um, or whether we can eat it, <clears throat> and or whether it will carry something for us. So... So if you look for a minute at, at our history, uh, just sort of a quick glance over the last, what, I don't know, 10,000 years. <laughs> um, now imagine if we had no no other creatures, nothing to pull our plows, nothing to carry our our bushels, our loads, our, our bodies, nothing to turn... Uh, oh gosh, what are they called? Nothing to to turn the big um, pump wheels, you know, for different wells and different devices and different um, rudimentary machinery. Um, and and of course, then you know, with in the sense of domesticated animals, the companionship that we've had. And I don't know about you, um, but. I could actually say that there were many times in my life, 
my life that, well, and I would probably, I could venture to say multiple lifetimes, but in this life that I'm aware of, there have been many times that I've had a much greater value on my relationship with animals than I have on my relationships with people. And part of that came from the fact that animals simply offered me so much more of who they are. And they offered me so much more um, of their magic, of, of the magic. And they were so much more willing to simply receive me. And so there were times in my life that um, things were very intense and difficult and I can I can even go as far as to say painful. And animals were the creatures that I found solace with. Um, on some occasions it was horses. On other occasions it was dog cats. Um, and then, of course, there's, you know, when we go into nature, when we go into the forest, into the woods, <laughs> um, there is the wild that we are able to perceive and, and be with. And in some cases even... They'll come out to see us. So <clears throat> I think it's fascinating that um, there is so much uh, discounting and not acknowledging or actual refuting of animals and the contribution animals make and can make and can be. Um, on the one hand, we have that. And on the other hand, we have all of this story and lore that we pass down that involves, are you ready for it? Animals. <laughs> we have animal totems. We have <clears throat> animal teachers. We have animal mediums. We have all of these symbols. You know, I mean, look at how many um, professional sports teams <laughs> have names of animals. <laughs> That's their mascot. So it's funny to me, it, like not in a ha-ha way, but in a, as a peculiarity that here again, it's another way that if we did not have animals in our life, if we did not have animals on this planet other than ourselves, what like do you get a sense of how different our lives would be? Um, so perhaps the invitation in this moment could be, um, as I clear my throat, pardon me, um, perhaps the invitation in this moment could simply be would you be willing to start to look at this? Would you be willing to just begin the acknowledgement of animals? Oh, my goodness. And so apparently it is absolutely time for a break, <laughs> as I will get a little sip of water and clear my vocal cords. Um, but I invite you to begin to just play with that if you're not doing that already. And and if you if that doesn't blow your hair back, that's totally fine. It's, it's not a test or a pop quiz. It's just this, the invitation to look at this um, from me and Lily and the, our crew <laughs> and quite possibly many of the animals you know um, who are uh, taking this opportunity to to bring awareness and information into your world, in, into your life. So um, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, just, just like if you have questions that come up, I invite you to join us. Um, if you have certain animals um, 
that you're working with, playing with, and and you have any kind of question or curiosity, if you want to bring that onto the show, you can do that on the live call or you can bring it to the chat room and enter it that way. Um, so for myself and LuLaRue, you are listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show. Um, we are playing today with Animals Are Not Crackers. <laughs> They are quite a gift. We are celebrating that here on the Inspired Choices Network, and we will be right back. (laughs) What would it be like to function from the entirety of your existence? What if you included all of you in the creation of your life? The strange, the wonderful, and everything in between with no expectation that it make any sense. Keisha Clark invites you to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. Join in the adventures every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You are listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with your happily unconventional host, Keisha Clark. Bring your question on the show today. Call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255, in Canada at 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions to Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com. Now, back to our show. And welcome back, forward, sideways, however you got here. Welcome to the next segment of Living Beyond Linear Radio Show here on Inspired Choices Network with myself, Keisha Clark, and today my special co-host, Lilla Rue, as we are celebrating the gifts and the blessings the animals are in our lives and to this planet. We're talking today about animals are not crackers. (laughs) That makes me laugh every time I say it. For all of you to whom that um, speaks a message, something, or just makes you laugh, um, I hope you're enjoying that. (laughs) So as I was saying in the first part of the show, not really sure exactly how it connects. And as we say, well, as I say here on the show and in the work I do, uh, stop asking it to make sense. So I'm not going to ask it to make sense. Um, And I'm just going to enjoy the fun of the fact that it makes me laugh every time I say it. So animals are not crackers. (laughs) And for a lot of you, what this might bring up is um, the, the reference to the song uh, I believe Shirley Temple sings, don't ask me to name the movie, but um, uh, Animal Crackers in My Soup. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> animals are not crackers, however, is what we're playing with today. And we are playing with also what what they are in our lives. And that's really part of what uh, what I get that is the invitation of this conversation is, is what are animals in our lives. Um, so... What if animals are our teachers? What if animals could be our teachers? What if that's one thing they could be in our lives? Uh, I certainly can say that uh, that is the case in my life. Animals have been my teachers in so many amazing ways. Um, So as we're coming into this um, celebration period uh, around the world, um, could we could we hold that up in our consciousness, in our awareness, in our conscious minds? Um, 
could we bring that energy forward? Could we really start to um, celebrate what it is that animals have contributed to us? And um, oftentimes it's, it's things that are taught in ways that are not linear or logical um, because animals are not necessarily linear or logical. That's part of what I love about animals and about getting to work with them and play with them. Um, it's not about um, a formula or a program or a process. It's really about tapping into our nature, the nature of our creature, the nature of our being. Um, that is one of the biggest invitations that I have from animals, that I receive from animals. Um, and I love I, the, the word animal is, has it's kind of been intriguing me um, this week as I was getting ready for this topic. Um, so, of course, you know, one of my favorite things to do is to go to the online etymology dictionary. And so I did. <laughs> and um, when I look up the word animal, it's interesting um, what it brings up. So I'm just going to kind of skim over this here with you to bring this energy into the conversation. Um, as, an ad, as an adjective, um, late 14th century, it is pertaining to the animal spirit of man. That is, pertaining to the merely sentient, as distinguished from the intellectual, rational, or spiritual. I'll start with that again. Pertaining to the merely sentient qualities of a human being. Now, there's something really cool in there, and this is my co-host, Lularoo. Come on, love. Yeah. Um, we talk about sentient beings, um, and this, this, in this way, this kind of speaks to the nature of our creature, and it is that spirit that animates our body. And so it's interesting to me that we call non-human creatures, animals. And yet our our creature, our body, is also an animal. So there's just something kind of mystical and yummy and cool about that to me. <laughs> um, there's also something that, that that kind of opens the door um, to that mystical side of us uh, before we turn it into intellectual rational, linear, thought-based energy or, or communication or structure of any kind. Um, it's that, that wild nature of us, that what you could call primitive, um, but really kind of the essence of us is what it speaks to for me. And so I think it's very cool that we've created our our existence in a way on this planet that includes all of this variety of animals. And I remember as a kid um, just being in communication with them, just being around them. Animals is were where I would go for my away time, for my regroup and regenerate time. And... Um, there were places I would find animals. <laughs> and of course, animals would follow me home, which was not something my mother was greatly happy about. <laughs> but I thought it was really cool. Um, and it was just easy for me to 
have conversation. And I say have conversation, yet it wasn't like the way people have conversation. And so there was more um, imagery involved. And for those of you who haven't studied any type of communication or played with any type of communication with animals, it doesn't have to involve words. So uh, it more often is energetic transmission of energies and visuals. And it can happen very much faster than what we speak at, the, the speed that our speaking language is. So, um, and that's part of, like, to me, that that fits the energy of the essence of the nature of animal to me, um, because it's not being put through the filters that we put information through. Um, it's very cool. And so, in a way, that's been part of my education with animals, was to connect me or to um, help me remember <laughs> Uh, a different way of communicating that is actually more natural to me and feels more natural than trying to speak human words. So if you think about when we're children, uh, when we're babies, and we have to learn the structured language that we come into the culture of or into the ethnicity of. So we have to learn English or Spanish or French or Italian or Croatian or the end, the list is endless. There's, I don't know how many thousands of languages there are. Um, but we have to learn at least one of them to start with. And, and do you get a sense of how much we have to kind of slow the information down or slow the energy down to be able to find a word? And part of what animals have, have given me is, is the gift of communicating with them actually invites me to really sharpen my energetic skills. So is that something that might be fun for you to play with? Whether you work with horses or cats or chickens or elephants, doesn't matter. Would it be fun for you to play with some of that and just see if it actually um, creates the space or, or is the space for you to play with some of your capabilities and your capacities with energy and remove some of the dependency you might have, if it's there, on spoken language and how much more freedom and how much more awareness might be available or become available to you if you were willing to play with that. One of the gifts of animals, one of the many gifts. Um, and something I can share with you too is that each well, for me, every animal has their own way that they communicate. But I also know that each type of animal, they're, you know, within different species, they have different ways they communicate. Um, and while there's a part of that that seems, well, yes, of course, I'm stating the obvious, um, one of the things that that brought into my universe, one of the question marks for me was, as I would notice these different kinds of communication, such as when I communicate with Lily and uh, the cats versus when I communicate with horses versus when I communicate with um, animals that have not been domesticated. Um, there's, there's something, um, oh boy, kind of got to download. So there's, now all the information is rearranging. Hang on. Um, part of what that, brought a curiosity for me of was our different species uh, bringing us 
different energies of um, sort of like different celestial beings. Um, the energy that, that they embody and the body that is created for that creature, the body that we know, you know, like the form and structure that we call horse or that we call goat or that we call water buffalo, you know. Um, is there a particular, um, like I used to think they were, they were, each of them had like a home planet, you know, kind of thing <laughs> in, a, in a galaxy far away. And when they came here, they would embody as different animals because that was the form and structure that would allow them to express how they were and, and how energy worked for them with the greatest ease relative to the conditions of this planet. So um, I had I had some far-fetched ideas as a child. And, of course, what was I aware of? Who knows? I'm not making it right or wrong or significant, just playing with the doors that opened to me and the questions that I got to play with and I get to play with as I play with different animals and communicating with them. Um, and with Lily in particular... Um, one of the many gifts that she is contributing to me and has contributed to me is um, I have an awareness that I've known her in, in this lifetime. Uh, she's been another of the animals that I've had, um, was also a feline incarnation. And um, what's really beautiful about that particular awareness for me was that the time that I knew her before, she was um, in my life for a short time in this different incarnation. And I was in a very different place in my life. It was before I had really started to tap into my awareness of many of my gifts uh, in the way that I have in the last few years. And my relationship with her was not really um, expansive. It wasn't the most generative. I wasn't... Um, as kind as I could have been, primarily because I wasn't choosing to acknowledge what I was aware of. And um, the day, the moment that I got the awareness that Lily, in this lifetime, in this in this body, in this incarnation of hers, um, that I got the awareness of who she was and how I had known her before, um, oh my gosh, it was intense and amazing um, and what I have gotten to do with her in this relationship that I'm having with her as Lily has been such a joy and a gift and I feel like I got another chance with her oh, yes quite a bit of emotion there <laughs> I feel like I got another chance to work with her and create with her in a way that she was offering me when she was in my life before, but I wasn't at a place that I was ready to choose it. So, uh, a few years down the road and a few animals later and many life experiences later, here in, in walks this beautiful little kitty into my life. She didn't actually walk. She actually ran and hid <laughs> where she was at the time. Um, was um, in a in a sort of a rudimentary barn, 
And she was not a people kitty. <laughs> she was not really a public figure. Um, but over the course of a few months, we became acquainted and then it was just obvious that that um that familiarity was there and she allowed me to have privileges with her that none of the other humans at the barn had so one thing led to another and um she got to come and live with me and not too long after that i had the uh recognition of who she was and who she is and it was amazing and to be able to um, have this with her has just been, oh my gosh, I can't even put it into human words. There are no human words for that. Um, and I've experienced that on a few occasions with a few of the different animals that I've played with. And that's another one of those amazing gifts um, that I've received from animals is their willingness to play in different ways with us in in different incarnations. So I wonder <laughs> how many of you have also had um, multiple visitations with different beings who uh, are in animal bodies who have come to play with you again. And I wonder if perhaps the acknowledgement of that could open some new doors for you as well. And it doesn't mean that you have to, you know, go public with that. It's if I didn't if I had no public life, I would still have Lily. I would still have my awareness. And and one of the questions you might play with would be um what can we co create? What what can this awareness um help us to create and what is desiring to be created in this relationship with this creature. Now, a lot of us um, also have the awareness that different people we meet, we might have known in this lifetime as another person. And for many of us, we have different people we meet that we've known in other lifetimes. Um, and part of, not part of, that is part of the energy of the question I love to play with, which is also on my uh, commercial, um, <clears throat> is what would it be like to function from the entirety of our existence? And that sounds like a very lofty question to some. I'm, I'm aware of that. I get it. For me, it's more of what if we could have our awareness of more of the all of us what if we could have that awareness on tap? What if it didn't have to be uh, difficult or complicated? And what if we didn't have to, like, you know, we couldn't attain it until we reached our 18th level of blah, 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 you know? Um, what if it's here, right here, available to us at every moment? And what if part of what we get to experience with other creatures that are in animal bodies, not not the human animal, but other animal bodies, what if these beings who are incarnating in these different animal bodies are, are inviting us to know more of what we know, inviting us to, to acknowledge more of what we know? Um, what if 
they are inviting us to more of ourselves and what is that energy that's interesting um I had a conversation a couple of weeks ago. Uh, why the heck would you want to have more of you? And part of what I what I get in this moment when I ask that question is when we look around the world right now and we see all of this insanity going on that is going on, what if the having more of our awareness of more of us is the way we're actually going to be able to change some of this and all of this, but I know all of this sounds kind of big and overwhelming right now to some of us. Um, What if that is the way? What if the way to change it is, is really the way into more of us? And how much more of us could we have, could we be aware of, could we be acknowledging and engaging and actually functioning from if we were willing to allow our fellow creatures to contribute um, that awareness to us, to contribute experiences to help us hone that awareness? Um, what if they're really, what if it really is all relative and connected and if we don't ask it to make sense, because <laughs> I'm not going to do that, <laughs> um, what else could we become aware of here? So, uh, wow. Okay, so <laughs> animals as teachers, animals as guides, animals as invitations. Um, what else are the animals to our lives and to our bodies? Um I think one of the most obvious is we use them in in large part as a food source. And what about that? Um, are we willing to acknowledge the gift of that? Are we making it wrong? And what is that creating? Um, that will be the next question we play with when we come back from this break. You are listening to Living the Linear Radio Show with myself, Keisha Clark, and my amazing special co-host, Lilla Rue. Um, we're going to hang out here through the break. We're inviting you to do the same, and we'll see you on the other side. <laughs> what would it be like to function from the entirety of your existence? What if you included all of you in the creation of your life? The strange, the wonderful, and everything in between, with no expectation that it make any sense. Keisha Clark invites you to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. Join in the adventures every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You are listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, with your happily unconventional host, Keisha Clark. Bring your question on the show today. Call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255, in Canada at 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions to Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com. Now, back to our show. 
Oh, welcome, welcome, welcome back forward sideways, however you got here to this next segment of Living Beyond Linear. I'm Keisha Clark. I am here today with Lillaroo, my very special co-host. <laughs> and yes, for many of you who uh, listen to the show regularly, um, you do hear me talk about her pretty much every week. And this week, we're just kind of highlighting her as a special co-host. She's always a co-host. <laughs> um, and relative to our celebration of animals this week, she gets to have um, some of the spotlight. And that doesn't necessarily mean you get to hear her talking a lot. She's actually sharing information with me, and I'm conveying things um, relative to like what that's bringing up and, and uh, in addition to passing some of that on. So um, <clears throat> before the break, we tapped into a question that I think is a huge charge on it for so many of us, and that is um, another way uh, animals contribute to us is as a food source. And what I find, uh, one of the many things I find fascinating about that whole subject matter is on the one hand our bodies require food and many of us are carnivorous creatures and on the other hand um, is there a different way that we could be carnivorous and be reverent um, and I think it's really beautiful in many cultures um, although it's not practiced as widely, I think, as it used to be. But in, in many of the cultures that I am that I have awarenesses of, there were practices that were very honoring of the animals um, with regard to stock that were kept as food supply. And one of the things that I see is that we have lost a great deal of that um, as it got turned into big business. Um, the reverence for these creatures simply seemed to vanish. It, it just kind of went away altogether. And it, it, there instead became this expectation based on this conclusion that, well, that's the value of that creature. And while this is a conversation that could be a series of hours <laughs> on this subject alone, um, what I really would like to touch upon for this conversation is is it time for us to begin to change our points of view, our attitudes towards the animals whose flesh we consume and whose the animals whose eggs we consume, whose byproduct we consume, however it is we're consuming it? And what would it be like for us to have reverence for these creatures and for what they contribute to us. And part of that reverence is not making them a victim as well as not making them worthless. So I see so many different points of view and, and the, the value being based on the food source is one of the points of view. I also see um, a lot of point of view having to do with they're helpless and they're being abused and it's awful and it's horrible and therefore we should absolutely not partake of animal flesh. And this isn't a conversation about the rightness or the wrongness of being a carnivore. It's really more about the awareness and how we approach receiving the, the animal as a food source if we're, if we're choosing that. 
if our bodies are requiring that at this time. I've been a vegetarian for a time of my life, and I've been a carnivore. Yes, I've been a carnivore more of my life than I was a vegetarian. <laughs> I was not a great vegetarian. <laughs> um, and uh, I, under, I totally... I I have awareness about the different um, points of view, the different structures of dietary regimen, whether it's vegetarian or vegan or um, um, carnivore or others or combinations thereof. Um, the point for this conversation is really, could we be willing to begin to have reverence for the animals regardless of what we think about how we use their their energies, their bodies, um, could we have reverence? If we were to be approaching it with reverence and kindness, what could that change for the industry? What could that change for our bodies? What What could that change for the way our bodies are able to utilize the food, the sources of energies? we consume um, or we that we utilize from the animals. And I will leave that question with you because that's for you to play with. It's not for me to tell you what you're supposed to think. Um, it's it's really about opening doors to what are your awarenesses and and what are the ways that we can begin to change how that is. Um, I know that in many cases in the industries of agriculture and, and livestock, um, it is not reverent. It is not kind. Uh, it is not generative. And part of what I notice is that that has an impact on how our bodies can utilize the energies we receive from the animals. So so what if we could begin to change our points of view? Um, what if animals are not crackers? Meaning, in part, possibly, what if animals are not just this food source that that you don't have to have a value upon? And also, what if the word crackers? You know, I think of I think this is a possibly a, a British euphemism. What if they're not crazy? What if they bring to the table far more, literally and figuratively, um, energetically and uh, physically? What if they bring to this world far more than what we've been willing to acknowledge so far? And what if we can shift a great deal of how our lives are by shifting our perspective about animals? Even if we love them dearly, what if there are some perspectives that we are functioning from that are not honoring of them? What if we don't have to see them as victims? What if we don't have to see them as helpless? What if we don't have to see them as choiceless? What if they are potent beyond measure, just as we are? And what if they come by choice to partner with us, however that looks for this lifetime, relative to where our world is right now and what we're choosing right now? And what if that is a part of the tenacity and the consciousness and the magic of animals, is their ability to choose within the awareness and from the awareness that it may not go beautifully for them in the way that we think a beautiful life would be. But what are they aware of about the potency of their choice? And yes, yes, when we see unkindness, yes, 
is it appropriate that we do what we can do, however that would be? And for many of us, it could begin with choosing a different perspective and then offering an energetic contribution to that animal, to that group, to that herd, to that species, to that geographical region, however it looks. What what are we willing to contribute and what are we willing to receive? What contribution can we be gifting and receiving from the animals? And if we were willing to receive the gifts of them, would that not be a contribution to them that would actually change many things about the way the relationships with animals currently are on this planet? And what is the animal of us that we haven't been willing to receive the contribution of? And could we change that now? Wow. So this conversation went a lot of different directions, none of which I was even expecting. And expecting is not really the point of this. It's just this beautiful, wow, just let it kind of flow. So thank you for for playing with myself and with Lillaroo today. Um, we are grateful and we are excited um, when I tap into the energy of possibilities that we haven't even begun to play with yet. It's really magnificent. And those possibilities are there for those of us who would like to be choosing them. Um, it, what if it can just be as simple as choosing them and exploring? And if we made none of it wrong and we didn't ask it to make sense, what could become available to us? Wow. So are you willing to acknowledge this week the gift, the contribution, the magic of animals? Are you willing to receive it? Are you willing to contribute to it and enjoy the communion with it and with all of the animals who touch your lives? So we give thanks for the blessing, for the gift, for the magic. And we ask what else is possible now for us to create and co-create with our beautiful kindred on this planet, no matter what form or shape or function they may have. So... Have a great week, everybody. Come see me at the Psychic Fair this weekend if you want to. And I'll be back next week. I hope you will too. And whatever you do, you do not have to ask it to make sense. I adore you. We adore you. (laughs) Thank you for listening today to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with Keisha Clark. Connect with Keisha on Facebook at Living Beyond Linear for more offerings and events. And you have a standing invitation to join Keisha each week. Fridays at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com for more adventures in living beyond.